Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. Yes, indeedy it is, babies. It's Friday night. Woo! It's Friday night. <laughs> yeah, we can say that throughout the entire hour. I'm in a great mood, y'all. It is Friday night coming at you from the AM 1170 studios here in beautiful San Diego, California. Not far from the border. I wonder if we're going to get a visit from Kay Mala. We're going to talk about that in a moment. We got to talk about her little visit to the border. We It's Friday, so we always wrap the show with the Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week, week right? Well... I got lots of topics that have to do with stink. It was a struggle to try to find some hero topics tonight. So uh, I think we've got an idea, a nominee here for a hero of the week. But the phones are open to you. You got a topic idea, 888-344-1170. Or if you want to, we always struggle with the hero. So if you want to call in and give us like we had one time, we had a few callers with people just nominating a neighbor that was doing something good. Because, you know, we, we want to give you an opportunity to honor people for wh- whoever you want for Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Of course, can't talk about a hero at any time without talking about my buddy Bob Walters, who will be here with his education segment because it is just getting even crazier as the left tries to keep their grip on the minds of America out there through the children. We've got that to talk about. And uh, the man just going to keep it rolling as we roll into the weekend. He's in there snacking right now. It's like, dude, we're about to go live. It ain't the weekend yet, Mr. DJ Potato Skins. No, I'm DJ... uh... Almond snack. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, the almond, co- the almond coalition, or they're they're not paying to sponsor the show. Okay. No, they're not. But okay. they are uh, giving me high amounts of nutrition. Okay. Are they? Okay. Um. Gosh, so many leading stories. Let's start off with Kamala, because you know what? I got a nom. I'm gonna start off the gate with a nominee for hero of the week or heroes of the week, and it was the people that greeted Kamala. Kamala spelled Q U E space. M-A-L-A, which I think is um, Espanol for who are you, lady, and where you been? Okay? I think that's... Her GPS still isn't working. Yeah. <laughs> she she finally decides she's going to visit the border, right? Except she trips over about 800 miles away from where the actual border is over to El Paso, thinking she's going to go meet up with the, some border patrol people. Although the, conveniently, the Trump administration fired uh, Rodney Scott, I believe his name was, was the uh, the head of the border patrol agency. They, uh, it, they made that. Well, I don't want to say made the announcement, but we, it was found out that he was pushed out the day that there was an announcement that Kate Malo was going to visit the border because I think that they wanted to put some distance between him and her visit because he is somebody that was celebrated for his efforts in, in the Trump administration and in securing the border. But, uh, there were protesters there that met her. It was like, like what happened to her in Guatemala, right? I mean, there were signs of Trump won. Uh, Kamala, do you hear their screams? Uh, you came a little too late. Um, it was absolutely brilliant. And then, of course, I said on Newsmax yesterday and on the show last night, I said, look, it doesn't matter where she goes. 
because no matter where she goes, there she is, right? And and Kamala could not stop herself from being Kamala today when she was asked a question of, you know, lady, where you been? You're about three quarters past the hour on when you needed to show up at the border. And of course she did, you know, took the bait, started snapping. So that those videos are out there. So it was absolutely brilliant to see her fall on her uh, Zarina face at uh, what was supposed to be her moment to shine. Uh, we're going to see a much bigger event tomorrow night. Um, I, I think it's going to be in Ohio. Trump's got a rally happening tomorrow night. And I don't. I, I think we're going to see a much bigger reception for Trump at that rally than we you saw for Kamala. a little bit? Yeah, I think so. Um, other breaking news today, of course, uh, the sentencing of Derek Chauvin happened today. He got uh, a lot, far less than what the left wanted him to get because the left wanted him to get a death sentence, right? I mean, the, the same people that are against the death penalty wanted to see him wheeled right out, right out and, st- and put in the electric chair because I'm just going to say it because he's white and a cop and George Floyd was black. Let's be straight that that's what this is about, because let me tell you something. You know, I'm an advocate for justice. If you have committed a crime, first of all, I don't want anybody to be investigated unless there's evidence of a crime. And we don't and we've got we've got a, a, our Fourth Amendment rights being trampled. We've got a Department of Justice that is going after the Trump Trump family and Trump everybody to create crimes. But then I want fair trials. You as an American should want a fair trial. You should be looking at what happened to Derek Chauvin in disgust. Whatever you think went wrong on that street with with George Floyd, because let me tell you something, there was no fair trial that involved Derek Chauvin. There was jury the date in the middle of jury selection. The city came out and offered 20 something million dollars to George Floyd's family in the middle of jury selection. There was jury intimidation. We had the president of the United States putting pressure in the middle of jury deliberations. We had the medical examiner who said that it was not oxygen deprivation. In other words, it was not the need to kill George Floyd. It was a drug overdose. And he was pressured by Democrat operatives as part of the Black Lives Matter movement to change and add that it could have been oxygen deprivation. This man was railroaded. There was no chance that he was going to be have a fair trial because the only thing that was supposed to be be decided was was he the cause of George Floyd's death and that means whatever he did in the past as a police officer wasn't supposed to ma- wasn't supposed to matter whatever happened to Trayvon Martin whatever happened to Michael Brown whatever happened to any of them wasn't supposed to be on display this was not supposed to be the justice department or criminal courts version of reparations which is what this was all about I am horrified today, not because I give a crap about Derek Chauvin, because quite frankly, he was a jerk, but I'm horrified that anybody is celebrating the hijacking of our court system for their political purposes in order to punish this country and continue to further a cultural Marxist movement that is that is that is a trending all day, every day, anti-white to the degree to where we now have the U.S. military saying the greatest threat that we've got is white rage. I'm not seeing any white rage. I have. Where's the white, white rage happening? That's a lie. And that's been furthered. That was the purpose, actually, of this court case. It, it was it was it was critical race theory in a courtroom. Right. That, that America is evil, systemically racist. Owes black people in this country. Payback. This was payback and you and, and uh, against this country, against the false narrative 
that police departments are executing people on the streets. That was not borne out with the facts. I care about facts. I care about equality. You know why you can know that the fix was in for Chauvin and this was not a fair trial and it was a travesty of justice? Because you don't even know the name of the cop who killed unarmed Ashley Babbitt. Let alone this black officer. We know it was a black officer. Let alone is that person facing any kind of punishment. Right? That's not equality. That's not justice. But that's where we are. Speaking of injustice, the Department of Justice decided to sue. Oh, by the way, before I move on, um, there's also not going to be an overturning of this sentencing today, the 22 years or the conviction, because this fix was in on this man. It doesn't matter about the jury intimidation. It doesn't matter that exculpatory evidence was withheld. It doesn't matter that we're fraudulent means changing the medical examiner's report in order to get the fix in. None of that's going to matter. And we don't have any, and we don't have any, because we've got, we've got, if you can see a chairman of the Joint Chiefs turning and joining in on the movement against America for, to keep his position, we know that, we know that there's, who's going to, who's going to take the chance that their home's not going to be firebombed? People are, people are bowing. The general, the, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs is literally taking a knee and bowing to the communist cultural Marxist movement in this country. You think who's going to suddenly have the courage and say, you know what? Chauvin got a, got a, didn't get a good deal here. I think he deserves a, a, a retrial somewhere, but quite frankly, I don't, I don't know that he can get a fi- fair trial anywhere in this country. Um, speaking of injustice, the, the DOJ is suing Georgia, alleging that Georgia's um, changes to election law were intentionally done to deny black people the right to vote. This is why Republicans should have never gone along with hate crimes legislation. What do the two have to do together? Hate crime legislation proposes the notion that if if a person of color, a black person, is a victim of a crime, it was because they were able to read the minds of the person perpetrating the crime and they know that it was done for the purpose of race and hate. Mind reading. That's what's going on here, because there's no, you're alleging that it was done intentionally based upon what? The changes, the changes affect every every citizen in the state of Georgia, and the changes are constitutional. The state legislators have the right to change change the laws to extend early voting or or add voter ID. So it's it's being applied equally to all the residents. If you're perceiving that this somehow is denying you something, then that tells me that what you're asking for and what you think you deserve is some form of special accommodation in the form of convenience. You don't have any right to demand or feel entitled or expect or ask for some kind of special accommodation because your skin is darker than mine. That's absurd. It's racist. It's discriminatory. It's unconstitutional. And I'm tired of people tiptoeing around when they hear this crap. Because that's what it is. It's crap. And it continues to further divide us and destroy. And and ultimately, it will destroy this nation if we don't get people pushing back against it. We're being, it's like shock and awe right now. And I'm tired of not, not hearing enough people, conservative people in media being straight about what's really going on here. And being honest about it. 
We're going to take a break. Oh, oh, by the way, though, before we move on, there was a Georgia judge who's basically thrown out a case that was attempting to. We know that the Georgia Governor Kemp cooked up a deal with Stacey Abrams, violating the state's laws and absentee ballots. So some people filed a lawsuit wanting these 147 absentee ballots looked at to verify them and a judge throughout the case. Hopefully that's going to be appealed. We're going to take now we're going to take a break. Then we're going to bring in my buddy Bob Walters. So stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K spelled K A Y E. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. I failed to mention at the open of the show before, before I bring on my buddy, Bob Walters, um, it's this the story is just getting more bizarre with this condo building that collapsed today um, or collapsed yesterday. Apparently, there's still upwards of 150 people missing. This is absolutely horrific. Hat tip to one of my nominees for Hero of the Week is the first responders and those that went into this building, just like on 9-11, without any idea of whether or not it was going to continue to crumble down around them to try to retrieve um, people that are there. So we're going to continue to continue prayer over the weekend that more people will be found. I do want to say that the conspiracy theories or I or well, it's so perplexing that people are asking a lot of questions like how in the world? Yeah, it's 40 years old, but how many, you know, uh, there's tons and tons of buildings along coastlines all across this country that are older than that that don't collapse. There's theories that it was sea salt air that corroded the uh, steel, but only on one part of the building. I do know that somebody that I know who is involved in demolitions for a living said it looked like a controlled demolition and there were lights flashing. I'm not saying that's what it was, um, but hopefully we will a- get actual answers at some point as to why this building that was where condos were going for $700,000. This was not an old rundown building as to why it collapsed like it did in the middle of the night. Okay, enough on that. Uh, Got to move on because it's Friday and that means Bob Walters and I missed him last Friday because I was out of town. I'm so bummed, but I'm glad that we are back together hello my dear hello good to have you back well thank you okay so what you got for me we start with good news or we starting with the with the ugly <laughs> i've got a lot of good news because last week ed just wanted to focus on the critical race theory and that's the whole discussion so i got i got several points of good news to start with okay well good all right. Uh, first of all, Florida has announced a new law effective July 1, which will p- permit in-place prayer for one or two minutes of silence in the first period of every class. Every class? Every every school, the first period. Oh, the first period of, of every school. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, one to two minutes of silence where they can just stand there or they can do a silent prayer. I love it. I love the way that he's doing that, because how can you have any objection? Nobody's forcing you to say certain words and, and to pray to a God you may not believe in. But we're reintroducing that back into uh, in, into the schools and, um, and and letting children who have a belief in God and Christian children or, or whoever, you know, um, you get to exercise their religion. That's fantastic. Yeah, then you get Florida also became the 15th state to bar schools from teaching critical race theory. Good. So, Absolutely. Good. That's, the, that's the 15th state? 
The 15th state. The 15th state. Uh, makes, you, makes you wonder about the other 35. Oh, yeah. But mainly these are Midwestern and Southern states. Texas became the 21st state yesterday to ban CRT, but uh, also manages how history is to be taught. The 1619 version of history is banned. And while mention can be made of Martin Luther King and the Civil Rights Movement, no race or culture can be intimidated or demeaned. So that's what Texas did. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, it's kind of, I'm sitting here thinking, am I really in America to where this has to be banned? Because in the United States of America, they're trying to basically take us back to a time of racism in this country and demonizing an entire race of people for their skin color. Yeah, just all about hatred and yeah. dividing the country. Yeah. Well, anyway, then in Ohio, the legislators sensing parental concerns and anguish of the public schools have removed the cap for education choice scholarships, which allows low and middle class households to attend private schools of their choice with a heavy subsidy from the state. So they get up to $5,500 a semester. It will automatically rise in the future in proportion to the increase in public school funding. And this is for middle middle school? Yeah. Wow. That's so, good. Yep. It's just... Um, Good, good move in the right direction for more and more states. Absolutely. Then we got, um, uh, let's see here. <laughs> Outside of this country, Hungary now prohibits showing LGBT and transgender information to minors on a 157 to 1 vote. It's, it's Europe, but it's a, a good stand against this pedophilia and, and the whole radical trend of the LGBT movement. Well, absolutely. And, you know... Um... <laughs> You would think that that would, that would be the case in what's happening here right now. To think that Europe is ahead of us or any country in Europe is ahead of us on this is, is astounding because you're right that this is pedophilia. There should be no discussion of sex going on with little kids in our school. I mean, why are you even introducing that topic if not to sexualize children and to strip them of their, their sense of humility and modesty? Um, there's, um, there's some place, let me see. I don't know if you heard about this. Um, you might even be mentioning this. I don't think it was a school, though. Um, Breitbart was reporting today um, in one area. Let me see. I'm trying to find where it is. I'll find it after the break. It has to do with uh, Drag Queen Story Hour. Anyway, oh. carry on. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you got the Randolph Board of Education in New Jersey removed all school names last week for the holidays when there was a fight over changing Columbus Day to Indigenous Peoples Day. And in reaction to it, they killed all the names of all the holidays for the, their calendar. But three days ago, they reversed this course, given the public outrage, and they're going to return the names of Christmas and New Year's and everything back on the calendar. Good. Uh, never ending in his battle to save education, DeSantis in Florida now has signed legislation which mandates that the evils of communism and totalitarian ideologies be taught to kids in all schools starting next month. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the evils of communism and totalitarian ideology. So he's really bringing the state kind of in the extreme position, but I'm, I'm all for it. Have yeah. It. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the more I hear about DeSantis, it's like DeSantis for 24. That's what I was thinking, frankly. He'd be a great vice president, at least. Yes, Maybe more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, college crazies. I got one thing. And before we have the break, famed, a famed new, new North Korean defector 
Naomi Park offered a chilling account of her time at Columbia University, saying that not even North Korea went to the level of brainwashing that she has witnessed and experienced in this country. Quote, they are forcing you to think the way they want you to think, unquote. She told a professor that she liked classical literature, and he responded that they were all racist and bigots, and she shouldn't read any of it. <laughs> oh, God. I think I mentioned this girl earlier this week. Was, she, was it Jane Austen books? I didn't talk yeah. about that part of the story. That's right. She she mentions, I love you know these Jane Austen books, Pride and Prejudice, and, and she was told that she shouldn't be reading those because they were bigoted. I read Pride and Prejudice. We probably all saw the movie, right? Uh, you know, um, cause they've, it seems like every year somebody comes out with another version of it. I, I, I'm, I, I don't know anything about that story that has anything to do with bigotry. I agree with you. She said that going on in her discussion, you guys have lost common sense to a degree that I, as a North Korean, cannot even comprehend. Where does all this end? There is no rule of law, no morality. Nothing is good or bad anymore. It's complete chaos. I guess that's what they want, to destroy every single thing and rebuild this country into a communist paradise. Unquote. Wow. She hit the nail on the head. She actually did. Yep. And and she's absolutely right that that's, that's what's going on here. And, um, you know, she should be all over every she should. You know what? She should actually run for office. I don't know what she does for a living, but we need we need more people like that getting active and be running for office. People who act. It's so astounding to me that we're going to take a break. How many immigrants? You know, we've got right now the Biden administration opening the floodgates, inviting anybody in, you know, from south of the border because they know that that those are the people that will embrace socialism. Right. Uh, Meanwhile, the people that have come to this country legally from these other communist infested countries are like, this isn't what I came here for, man. I heard a lot of people from this country say that, as from Russia and others, they're shocked. Yes. Going this country. Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we got more with Bob Walters, so stay tuned. And then later on, we got Here of the Week and Stink of the Week. So if you've got a nominee, give us a buzz, 888-344-1170. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Later on, we've got Here of the Weekend, Stink of the Week, and I have some more stink nominees, baby, for you guys. So definitely stay tuned. Um, and a food story that was really uh, a lot of people stink of the week, but made me laugh. So, um, you know, that may go into my hero column. But continuing with a personal hero friend of mine, Bob Walters, we're continuing on with the, with uh, his education segment. Um, what I was trying to pull up earlier as you were talking about children is that um, a Virginia library, it's not related to schools, but it's related to uh, the way that they're going after children's minds, Bob Walters, is that um, during Pride Month, which is going to end up being Pride Year before we know it, the last week of Pride Month, the Virginia library has invited babies and toddlers to a drag queen story hour. Wow. It's just getting younger and younger. The way that they're going after to corrupt little young minds. Let me tell you, if you're a parent out there and you take your toddler or your baby to a sexed up drag queen show, you need to have your head examined. Yeah. And you know what? A lot of the money for these events and and performances is coming from uh, uh, the, (laughs) the, the group that does the abortions. And I think it's because they want people to be 
loose and flexible in their sex life so they can have more abortions when they grow up and be teenagers and adults. Well, it's all tied together, the the destruction of the morality, because this country was based on Judeo-Christian principles and values and standards. And abortion was the inroad to destroy the morality of a nation. I mean, if you can devalue life, then you can you can you can you can get anything over from a from an immoral standpoint on the country. But anyway, you have more topics for us in the education segment. What else? Legislators in Oregon are aiming to suspend requiring students to demonstrate their ability in reading, writing and arithmetic. This plays into the anti-testing leftist view of education and how to download it to so that less qualified kids can pass. Now, if you don't turn in your homework or you get an F, there's no F's to be given, you get a 50-point grade, even if you didn't turn your work in. And it's just a shame because they're teaching these kids that when they get out of school, life's a free ride. They don't have to really pers- pers- you know, strive and, and focus on their chore in order to get successful in life. They're looking for a free ride. That's what these schools are teaching them. Well, not only that, but it's like, what in the world, why in the world would anybody, is anybody in Oregon right now Sending their kids to a public school. Think about how this. Think about how the taxpayers are getting completely hosed in that equation. Oh yeah. Big so I mean, if you're not going to verify that somebody's read a book, if you're not going to test somebody, if you're not going to make sure, that is the entire point of you cannot know whether or not somebody's learned something unless they're tested. Right. This is this is just further, and it's not. It, it, and you're it's it. it it's even worse in some ways, I think, with the long game being more than just about not preparing them um, for, to be able to compete in society and, and get a free ride. It's, set, it's intentionally setting them up to be failures and to need the government and to have to depend on the government. Right. As well as laying the foundation for the communists in the school districts to go, you know what, Uh, you over there, you have, you know, you don't seem interested in math. I don't think you've got any engineering capabilities. They haven't we haven't tested you. But, you know, I think you just need to be on the track to go over here and and drive a school bus. You over here, we're going to put you on the track, you know, to this, Um, because that's the next step that's coming is the government controls picking uh, certain tracks for future careers of children. I know. Well, moving on, Anaheim Union School District now requires ethnic studies to become a requirement to graduate from their high schools. Now, I say this to your listeners because when the state passed that ethnic studies, it wasn't mandated for all districts. Each district can decide if they want to have ethnic studies as part of their high school graduation requirement. So Anaheim just fell off the boat and did it. So if you should check with your school district and see right. where they stand with this this position. Absolutely. Then you got LA Unified School District Teachers Union. They got an agreement today that all students must wear masks for the entire coming year. And no teacher can be transferred to another school even if the enrollment in the school drops and there's an empty position. (laughs) I don't know what they're going to do. Sit in the cafeteria, I guess, but... They can't move the teachers to a school that needs another another teacher. This is this so this is so insane. Kids don't get the coronavirus. They don't give it to anybody. This is not following the science. This is this is continued child abuse. It's wanting to keep kids psychologically, uh, you know, in a state of. Um, it's it's literally a disorder that we've got going on right now. Teaching kids, not allowing kids to interact for, facially, to use their expressions, to interact with other people from that standpoint. This is about, this is the ultimate. 
in indoctrination because this is telling kids your body is ours. Yeah. Right? I you, can't believe it, but you're right. It's crazy. Well, then you got gender dysphoria. That That's a fancy word, meaning kids that are mixed up on what sex they think they want to be. And when they're five or six or eight years old, uh, or the condition of where kids are not sure of their sex shows in a new study that 80% of the kids end up feeling good when they get past their time when they're 18 years old. They rec- they're happy that they did not make the decision to change their sex when they were in the teenager or even preteen years. That's a, that's a study just came out. I actually thought it was higher than that because, you know, that was me when I was a kid. This is what it used to be to be a tomboy, right? When you were a little girl and you hadn't gone through puberty yet. And you, you know, if you were like me and you would rather play in the dirt and instead of with a Barbie doll and, you know, you just didn't want to wear a dress or brush your hair. You know, that was me. Right. But I actually thought a mistake had been made because I didn't want to do anything girly. And I'm glad that my, you know, I was at a time my parents just ignored it. And sure enough, I went through puberty and, you know, I liken it to murder when you did not. And and to me, it's so disgusting that they are intentionally blocking puberty because they know that over 80% don't want to change their gender after puberty. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, uh, progressive Washington state politician, Miss Gidharry, threatened to blow up a school bus that she was on and called children cowards when they fled out of the back of the bus. She also said she had a gun and a bomb. This is in Washington state. The bus driver told her to leave the bus due to her comments, and then she really took off. The middle school students told police they were scared for their lives. Yeah. She's an immigrant with a strong progressive learn, uh, leaning, and she's had a history of mental illness, been in a mental institution three times, but was appointed director of equitable development division for the city of Seattle. She, was she, wait, excuse me for, was she appointed after she threatened to bomb a bus with kids on it? It was before. A couple oh, of it was before. But she's been in the mental institution three times and they pay her 130000 a year. <laughs> and she has concluded <laughs> she wants to replace capitalism, eliminate the police, and is a strong supporter of the Green New Deal. And she's getting 130 G's a year, uh, mentally crazy nut bar who terrorizes kids on on a bus. And she's got some government gig making 130 G's a year. I mean, I'm laughing because it's it's almost unbelievable. She should have. Yeah, she should have been hauled off that bus in cuffs. She should be down in Gitmo right now. No, she's probably still getting 130 G's. I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is. Wow. And meanwhile, meanwhile, they're still going around this country trying to round up anybody that might have accidentally wandered into the Capitol on January 6th after the doors were open. Oh, yeah. We're the only terrorists. Right. We who are Trump supporters or just conservative people. We're, we're the vicious people that are threatening the life of the country. I can't believe it. Yeah. Just we're, th- like we're white racists. Even yeah. The people calling us racists are the ultimate racists in this country. Absolutely. Mm hmm. All right. A teacher at a posh Dalton school in Anaheim came under fire for showing first graders a cartoon video showing them how to do masturbation. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) Justin Fonte also taught juniors at Columbia Grammar and Prep School last month on porn uh, literacy. When parents who pay $55,000 a year for their kids' private schooling rose up against her, she resigned and will focus her work as an independent health educator with one of the school districts. 
That's not health education. That's child sexual abuse. Okay. I don't know what kind of pervert this woman is, but she's a pervert. And, 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 and that is that is literally a crime because what she's doing is she's passing along a form of child pornography that's literally criminal. And shame on the Attorney General Paxton in Texas that she's not being prosecuted. Yeah, it's, it, it's a shame to get it. it. Looks like the people in the riots last year—they've all been mostly yeah. let be, whereas we're we're all sitting in jail in in private cells, you know, mm-hmm. isolated. Mm-hmm. Crazy. <sighs> anyway, uh, final point I got is this week the Supreme Court delayed the Harvard affirmative affirmative action case, asking Biden for his views on the use of race in college admissions. Uh, Wait, excuse me for interrupting. I want to make sure I understand what you just said. So the Supreme Court, instead of hearing the case out of Harvard that involved the blatant discrimination against Asian students, they were like, hold up. We want to wait and hear what Biden has to say about it first. Yeah. How about that? (laughs) First of all, Biden doesn't know where he is any day. And he's whispering to people like, hey, little girl wants some candy at the at the podium. Right. And but they're going to ask him (laughs) to weigh in about Asian students, that's almost hinky right there, just in and of itself. You don't ask a dude who goes around sniffing people his thoughts on college admissions. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I want to just urge all the listeners to, again, think about looking up the parent involvement for after-school activities with wethekids.com. Yes. You can get the manual and get the information how to have these history classes on real American history after school with kids in the neighborhood. Interesting. Yes. Well, and then, of course, I'm in charge of the school choice initiative for Orange County and uh, working with the state organization. And we invite, uh, you know, parents and kids and get ready. The big initiative drive will start in September. Okay. But meantime, we're trying to gather everybody's name who would like to have the petition sent to them. And you can get on that list by looking up schoolchoiceinitiative.org. Schoolchoiceinitiative.org. Just a minute. It's California School Choice Initiative. So it's a long one. California School Choice Initiative.org. California School Choice Initiative.org. Awesome. Yeah. Got it. That way you put your name in and then. When the petition comes out in September, um, it'll be mailed to you. Yeah. All righty. Well, Bob Walters, thank you so much for bringing us uh, all the scoop of what's happening around the country. And uh, God bless you for what you do for the kids. Thank you for your efforts. Thank you, hon. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned. We got Here of the Week and Stink of the Week coming up. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Rolling into our final segment here. Frank is on the line. He's got some comments he wants to make about the border. Hello, my dear Frank. Hey, how you doing, Andrea? Good. What's on your mind? I just wanted to say that I was listening to you and I'm like, Trump needs to follow that Democratic uh, movement to get behind, um, how can I say, his party and go down to the border and expose things just like what they do when they Mm -hmm. try to, you know, go after the Republicans. Yeah, I think he should be visiting. I think he should be visiting. Well, I just started to say, I think he should even take like Sarah Carter down there with him because she knows 
what's going on down there and have her help him and expose all this stuff. Yeah, I would like to see him go and expose things at different facilities. But with the Trump administration, uh, the Biden administration, it may they may keep him out. But he could certainly go down there and, and do some expose. I mean, when we've got people uh, on, on it, taking pictures of cartel members with, you know, M16s waiting across uh, the Rio Grande, um, you know, yeah, Trump, Trump. It. It, it sure didn't stop, uh, uh, you know, the Biden crew to go over to Iran and try to make the uh, deal again while Trump was in office. You know, they sure didn't stop that. Well, no, I mean, you know, it, it never stopped Obama for, you know, weighing in for four years and doing everything he could to try to undermine uh, the Trump administration. You're right. Um, this would be I, I this would he would have to be. Too. Yeah, this would be have to be very strategic in terms of where they picked so that they could capture what's going on. That That's right. the problem, because, you know, he, he could be denied access if he tried to go to a facility, because one of the things that they did was they moved uh, the BBC did a report on horrible conditions that a lot of these teen girls are facing, but it was on a military installation. And so I don't know that Trump would be allowed on well, in order to document because if, if he went, well, if he went, he'd, if he went, he would need to make sure that he went to an area where he was able to document and show what was happening. Right. So anyway, uh, do you have a hero well, of the I, week or stink of the week before I have to let you go? I, I had, I found a quote for you and I just wanted, wanted you to hear it. Okay. Um, the quiet word of the wise are more than to be heeded than the shouting of a ruler among fools. Ooh, who said that? That's very good. <laughs> it's it's in the Old Testament. <gasps> oh, it's great. It's scripture. Okay, it's fantastic. Scripture. Ecclesiastes. It's Ecclesiastes. That's not a book that I spent a whole lot of time in. I need to. I need to get, get in, in there. there. Absolutely, and it's so Quiet appropriate for today. That's right. Quiet word of the wise. How, well, I guess that, I guess I'm not wise, Frank, because I got to be loud every night here. <laughs> you make us laugh, and you're just awesome. Oh, Frank, thank you so much. I appreciate All you. Right. Love ha- you guys. Love you. Have a good weekend. Okay, so I've got. Um, do you have a hero of the week and stink of the week, my dear? The proof of the, you know, it's going to be in eating the pudding. You know, what's it going to look like? Sorry, I, I just can't. I'm never over that. It's I so know. <laughs> Uh, Hero of the week, to be quite honest, it's been a while, but uh, former president or President Trump, because he's he's come out with so much stuff talking about possibly running in 24, talking about the border. He's going to be spending the 4th of July holiday at a rally going to Mm -hmm. Ohio. He's doing what he needs to do. And God bless him. Um, Okay, so that's your hero. You stink. Um. You know, no bodily uh, the Republican noises. Party uh, caving yeah. on on the infrastructure plan was was a big deal to me. That's something that they did not need to do, and they did it anyway. And the Democrats are still going to try and get what they want through that little side deal. Okay, good. That's a good one. Uh, I've got a nominee here. The Make a Wish Foundation is going to grant wishes only to children that are fully vaccinated. Think about that for a minute. First of all. The In fact, the founder, who might be a nominee for here of the week, who founded the mRNA vaccine, says you shouldn't give it to kids. Young adults shouldn't even get it. So why in the world is anybody pushing for terminally ill children to, give, to get these shots injected? And that in and of itself is insane. But now you're going to discriminate and you're going to punish the terminally ill children who don't get jabbed with these shots? 
You're going to discriminate Make-A-Wish Foundation? You're disgusting to me. I hope you don't get another dime from anybody invested in your, your crap hole of an organization. To be exploiting children for politics is about as disgusting as it gets That's for me. That's pretty low. That's really dang low. Um, I didn't really get into this story before this week, Britney Spears, um, but something struck me today about her, things that she said at her at her hearing over getting her life. She said, I want my life back at her. I guess it was, wasn't was a competency hearing, um, but her, her guardianship hearing, her father, we all know she had a breakdown because, you know, it's almost impossible for child stars out of Hollywood to go into adulthood without becoming drug addicts, facing suicide, you know, just, you know, having complete breakdowns breakdowns because they weren't allowed to be children. They were preyed upon by vultures like their parents and business managers and more for career. So of course she had the a breakdown and then her dad took over her life, right? And what she talked about in the hearing was uh, being forced, forced sterilization with an IUD, forced to take drugs. She was forced to work when she wanted to retire. Her $60 million estate uh, was controlled by somebody else. While When she wanted to retire, she's been forced to work and handed a pittance. And she's wasn't even, she's got a boyfriend who she she's not even allowed to get in a car with. And what struck me so much today was, is that not what happened in the state of California and other places under coronavirus? Is that not what the Democrat Party playbook is to try to force you to take a take a shot of of a poison, which is which is a form of a drug? Right. They basically she basically for the last 13 years has had every aspect of her life completely controlled by some dictator who doesn't give a crap about her, but using her for what he can get out of her. From forced drugs, forcing her to work for a pittance. This is Democrats. This is the Democrat playbook happening to Britney Spears. So any of you out there hashtagging free Britney yet at the same time bragging you got the shot. Wake up, man, and see that you were supporting for every American out there the lifestyle for which Britney Spears has been suffering. My hero are the people that greeted uh, Kamala, uh, Kamala down there. Those are heroes in my book, as well as the first responders. See you Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Come on.